0: For those of you that are married, happily married, or unhappily married, do you ever think back or wish, man, I wish I would've known that or learned that while I was single or dating before um, you got married? Well, that's what we're gonna talk about today um, on the Simple Mission Podcast, is we're gonna think back to our single life, to our engaged life, to our dating life, and try to think back on some things that we wish we should've learned or we could've learned that would help us out in our early marriage life. So we hope you all have fun with this one.
1: Welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. Figuring out your god given mission does not have to be complicated. Rather, it is simple.
0: Hosted by us, David and Leanna, we seek to equip others to know the Bible in order to grow closer to God while we share about our life living for Christ. Ultimately, we filter complicated topics through the simple lens of the gospel.
1: So, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello, you guys. Um, As you heard in the intro, we are going to talk about the things that we wish we learned and knew about before we got married. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun. So, this episode is kind of more... um, what do you call it, not random, but kind of like unstripped it a little bit. Like we came up with uh, like 10 different things that, that we wish we knew before we got married, but that's, that's all we have on here. And we're just going to talk a little bit, have a conversation with y'all and with each other, and maybe kind of share a few memories that, that we can think of when we say why we wish we learned <laughs> some of the things that um we wish we knew before we got married, so... Um, anything you want to say before we get no. into it? You know how, like, um, before you get married, you can try to learn everything you can. You try to, like, read all the books. Like, all the books that are recommended for someone to have a happy or successful marriage.
0: Yeah. Or, or have you gone to, like, pre-counseling, mar- pre-counseling marriage c- courses or something? Yeah. You know, that's that's a big one. And honestly, we did that... Uh, and we learned a lot, uh, honestly. And we learned a lot of a lot of interesting <laughs> stuff. <laughs>
1: I feel like, th- but the thing is about the premarital is that I feel like our our experience with pre- premarital counseling was to learn more about our finances. I mean, do you don't you remember that? I think it was
0: based a lot of money. It talked it a it's lot really about money too. Yeah, it did.
1: So yeah, so that's one of them. Like you know. There's all kinds of ways that you can try to learn as much as you can about marriage, how to be a good wife, how to be a good husband, to be loving, and stuff like that. But in all reality, like, (laughs) I look back and I think of how naive at least I was. Like, oh, marriage is wonderful. I already know where I'm going to be. Like, I'm not going to be selfish and, you know, just stuff like that. (laughs) And now I'm looking back to, like, two and a half years ago. I'm like, wow, Leanna. (laughs) you really were just so naive about in marriage and not to say that marriage is hard but I looked at marriage as like I don't know like something something to fulfill to be ultimately happy on earth like that's the last thing on earth that you can do that will like fulfill and enrich your life I don't know but there's a lot of things to like learn about um once you get into marriage like you can't learn and know about marriage until you actually are in it and you experienced it with your spouse don't you agree yeah
0: i agree i think you can you know it's like doing something for the very first time like riding your bike like you can you know read all about riding your bike and then you're gonna probably hop on your bike and fall over because <laughs> you're like why 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 is this like this you
1: like read everything <laughs> and learned it all
0: so sometimes it's just a matter of like experiencing it and like you know, like kind of going for it. But I do think that there's some important things to keep in mind of, like before you get married, which we're going to talk about those and just some things like, oh, like we wish we would have thought back or did a little bit slower faster or, you know, reached out to certain people about this. Because, you know, I feel like you can't be I feel like you can't be too prepared for marriage yeah Is, did,
1: wait wait what are you trying sense? to say like don't be prepared at all
0: no like you can't be prepared enough for it
1: so you can't prepare it's okay to prepare
0: yeah but you can't prepare for the max
1: but there's no such thing as over preparing for marriage until you're married right <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> so i guess yeah what i'm trying to say y'all y'all get what i'm saying right now
1: okay basically don't prepare anything
0: yeah just Go for it. No, no do we're that. just kidding. No, you have to pre- pre- prepare some stuff, so that's why we're, we're going to help you all um, with this because we wish that somebody would have told us these things um, instead of experiencing them the hard way or the easy way. So, um, yeah, so if you're with your spouse or you're with your, your fiancé or you're with your, your boyfriend or girlfriend, then or
1: if you're just by yourself, which is fine.
0: I was gonna get there. Or if you're or if you're solo and just join your kingdom and queendom, <laughs> then listen up because this may still um, affect you guys too.
1: Yeah, yeah, it can affect anybody um, wanting to go into marriage. It doesn't matter if you're with anybody or not. Um, and the one thing that I want to point out before we get into it is that some of the things that we do say that we wish we knew. I feel like we kind of already knew some of these things, but we didn't really, like, embrace it. Like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm I'm fine with that, or, oh, I don't need help with that, and then you get married, and you're in a thick of it, and you're, like, in a fight or something, it's like, oh, oh, yeah, I really should have (laughs) taken that into consideration, if that makes sense at all. Like, you learn something, but you kind of, like, don't absorb it until you experience it, I guess. So... Let's get into number
0: one. Okay. Number one is realize that you are both selfish and aren't perfect, so you have to work through things from from day one with with Jesus.
1: Yeah. So this one is one that I would say that I thought I already learned and knew, but I had to, you know, be married to David over here before I. <laughs> before i could really like understand it and and um so in terms of being selfish and not being perfect like we are human beings we live on this earth and it's broken and we're not meant to live here forever so we are going to fall short we are going to be selfish even if you're married and even if you found your quote unquote soulmate or the one um, they are going to fall short, and they're 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 going to annoy you a lot, <laughs> or they're they're gonna make mistakes, or say something bad, or all that kind of stuff. So you have to work through that, but you can't work through that yourself. They can't work that work through that for you. You have to have Jesus Christ in your life together in order to make you know have a foundation with Jesus. In order to make their marriage like work,
0: wow, that's good. Yeah, and I think that you know, kind of like how Leanna was saying, how you know, you have to really work with Jesus, with your spouse, with day one, because like it really makes an impact um, on on your life and like on your future life, and and it's crazy because like I see I see couples, you know, online or in person you know, that may not have Jesus at their center of their relationship. And they they always look for something different to, like, go to, whether it's money or fame or, I don't know, materialistic stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And so, and it's 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 disheartening and a little sad because I'm like, oh, like, there's so much more out there, but they have no idea, you know. And so that's why we're here telling you guys this, um, so that, you know, we can work together on this because we – we have experienced what it was like on the other side and, you know, with Jesus. And there are some days that are, are hard, you know, when it comes to bringing Jesus in the center of your marriage. Like there's some days where like, I don't feel like praying to him and Leanna doesn't feel like praying to him. So, you know, there are some t- times where we're really busy and we don't really make time to study the word with him, you know. But like we're all human and um, we all make mistakes. But I can tell you that the days are better whenever Jesus is there um with you i I can say and so you know if you're starting out just you know open up your bible and just start reading um there there are plenty of reading devotionals out there tons of them so y'all can just pick a pick a good one and kind of go for it you know uh either start with your spouse or have at the same time you know like to study together so that so that you can hold yourselves accountable yeah and so the other I think thing, that's- the
1: other thing i thought of like as he was talking was um you know praying for each other like so make sure you always pray for your spouse and you pray for them like if there's something that they're doing that you don't necessarily like if you tell them they're they're just gonna keep doing it but if you pray for them and you pray behind closed doors if they don't really know that that you're praying for the thing that you don't like or the thing that they say or or their attitude or anything like that you keep praying for them and you'll see a change in them but at the same time you need to pray for yourself you need to pray for your heart and for your mind to not be i guess hardened by your spouse like if the more hardened you are towards your spouse then the more you're not gonna want to lift them up or to support them or encourage them. And then the more that you won't be as one, you're gonna be like more like two different lives, living two different lives. So prayer is super important to pray for them, to pray for yourself and you can, you know, if if y'all are both very, you know, strong spiritually, like y'all can pray with each other, like, hey, Hey, David, like, right now, I'm feeling feeling really anxious right now. Can you just pray with me really quick? Like, I I do that with him all the time. Not all the time, but, you know, once in a while, I actually feel like I just can't pray, like, on my own. I ask him, like, hey, like, I'm feeling really anxious about this right now. Can you, you know, pray for us, pray for me? And he'll pray for me. Like, it's simple, like, little... You know, in prayer. It doesn't have to be like the worship music going on. For hours and hours, you pray all the time. Like, <laughs> It's very simple. You just invite yeah. God into it, and that's yeah. how it works.
0: That's good. Okay, so we kind of talked a little bit about number two, but we're going to bring it up right now. Is You cannot choose to go to your spouse for strength all the time. You know, God is your strength all the times, mm-hmm. which is good. You know, um, I think that there's a, a fine line like to that, <clears throat> um, excuse me. I think that there's a fine line to that, whether it's, you know, big life decision or a small decision, you know, um, I think it's good to, to like talk about things with your spouse. Like the one thing that I think's interesting is that a lot of people I think can maybe get this confused because they're like, well, if I talk to God about it, then it's okay to do it. And I don't even have to talk to my husband or my Ooh. wife about it because it's just God and me. And that's how it is wow yeah and so i'm like wow and i'm reading this point and i'm like huh somebody can get that easily confused because it almost it almost sounds like you can just work with god together and then you know just one spouse with god and then leave the other spouse completely hanging well there's
1: always there's always an extreme like disclaimer like oh don't do this yeah yeah yeah
0: so i'm like okay so we're just here to tell you that you know what this point is saying is that you can't go to your, rely on your spouse all the time because they're human and they get tired and they get weak and they get frustrated and they get angry, but yeah. it's good to go to your spouse. It's, it, it, it is good to go to your spouse, but to go to, to go to your spouse and also y'all go to God together. Yeah. I think that's and good. Individually. And individually. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I think that's another point that we're going to bring up in a, another one, but david kind of brought it up a little bit but all of these points kind of like interrelate to one another so if we say something that sounds like we already said it's just an extension of ideas something that we learned yeah and so. I, I think that can relate to that <clears throat> because when we first got married like you know david was like like i was in and not to say i'm not in love anymore but you know what i'm trying to say i was like in la la land i was in love and i would tell david everything and you know go to him for a lot of things and over time i think he kind of like realized like oh like leanna like make sure that you're talking to other people too like you know talk to your family talk to your friends like you know i don't always have to be the one for you to talk to and and at first that really hurt my feelings (laughs) but you know when you get married and the first few months the first six months is such a whirlwind of emotions highs and lows and um, you're just, you know, living blissfully and you're just so happy and, but sometimes you can get hit so low because you're on such a high of getting married and then you're in such a low that you don't know how to get back up. So if you rely on your spouse all the time to tell them how you're feeling and not die, like they're not going to be the one to help you in a way. So I feel like I can definitely felt, I definitely felt like I should I wish I learned that when I first got married, before we got married at least.
0: Wow. Yeah, same here. I think so, too. You know, I think a lot of times, like, men, you know, us men can be prideful and selfish and st- sometimes is like, just, you know, we just want our wives to listen to us and, like, oh, like, well, this is how it's going to be and, you know, <laughs> sometimes, you know. And then, but, like, I feel like that, like, that's a big learning curve when it comes to, you you know, being right all the time and like, you know, making sure you like go to God with like things in your life instead of just, just willy nilly, just, you know, just like doing it and just seeing the results later or what happens after, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, but, so basically those two points are tied closely together. Um, in other words, to kind of wrap those two up is that, you know, be sure that, that you bring Jesus into your marriage um, all the time, not just with things that you want or things that you need, but all, you know, things like daily walks. That's where, that's where it is, honestly. And, um, you know, I think we probably have heard that before, like really before we got married, but nobody really emphasized it as much as we just did for the past 10 minutes. So
1: yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So
0: let's go on to number three. Yeah.
1: We need to start moving on. Okay. So number three says, okay, the first statement is something that you hear a lot but the second statement is something you don't hear a lot so listen to this carefully number three is this when you marry your spouse you are marrying their family too but this is the second statement you are a family together first so what we mean by that is you know, I'm I'm sure you can look online and say, oh, the things that you wish you knew or the things that you need to learn before you get married or whatever, a lot of those people say, oh, that if you marry them, you're going to marry their family. And I see that everywhere, but no one yeah. ever says, no one ever says, and w- what I just said here, no one ever says, but you and your spouse are a family together first now.
0: Dang, yeah. So I I heard this my very first time. Whenever I was 18, I was working um, at a construction company during the summer, trying to earn some money. And my supervisor actually said this.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: he actually said he actually just told this to me. And um, but he said it in the way of like with his family and stuff. And so he says that he always likes to try to prioritize his wife first over his kids and he's like a lot of people like you know don't like me doing that or saying that because they think the kids come first but in order to have a strong household in order to have a firm foundation grounded in the lord jesus you have to honor and love your spouse first and then the rest will come later and it'll be like a cause and effect deal and i was like whoa i never heard of that before i've always heard like oh your kids come first like like and i was like wow and so you know um I, so that was the first time I've ever heard that before. I was like, wow, like, I, I want that with my future spouse. And so, yeah, kind of a story there.
1: Wow. Well, I, I mean, and that's the thing, like, <clears throat> you just don't hear a lot of people say stuff like, oh, like, you need to make sure you put your wife or your husband first. Obviously, you know, God is first, but, you know, when you're in your marriage, like...
0: Yeah, with within your marriage, Yeah, you know, within
1: your marriage, you have to like put your spouse first. Like, say, like, a family member says, oh, I wouldn't come over right now, and then, you know, you know that your spouse is, like, not comfortable with people coming over, like, such last minute because that spouse likes to maybe get the house ready or to have food, like, on the table for everybody. And so, you like, the other spouse has to, like, let that family member know, like, hey, like, you know, you have to give us a heads up, like, you can't come over right now, you know, because you're putting your needs of your spouse above what your family members need Does that make sense it's kind of hard to explain without going into details <laughs> yeah but there's a lot of moments in our marriage where we really had to find that balance and sometimes it's really hard to find that balance of you know making people happy like other other family members happy but you also have to make your spouse happy and but at the same time you do have to compromise you know, with your spouse, like, hey, like, you know, this family member w- really wants to hang out or this family member um, wants us to come, you know, go out of town with, with them or to see them. Like, you kind of have to find find that balance of, like, okay, oh, hey, yes, we can do this. And then, no, we can't do that because you have to make sure that you're both on the same page with stuff instead of saying yes to everything and you and your spouse are not ever, like, together and that makes it.
0: Yeah.
1: you have any more to say on that line? I don't
0: think so. I think that's good. <laughs> I think we've talked about it. Uh, yeah. So, the let's see. Number four. I'll read this one. You will fight, especially in the first year of marriage, but learn how to handle conflicts early on. I think we've heard this one a lot, but whenever, before we got married, you know, whenever I was single or whenever we were engaged, it was like, oh, like you may have arguments, you may have tiffs, or you may have, you know, fights, but, you know, just kind of learn how to... And also this they actually they actually talked about this in our pre marriage counseling session, um, that we did and they're like, Yeah, like, you know, you can argue, you can fight, but you know, but like, you know, make sure that like you you love each other while you're doing that, like while you're arguing, you know, make sure Like that- you're
1: on the same team. You're not enemies.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, um, but everybody's different with this one. I can't tell you one way to do yeah. it or I, this is just a, a matter of a f- of a f- kind of a free-for-all thing it's really kind of there's no rule book to this there's i mean yeah you can study like the psychology to it all but that that won't really do much you have to like understand your partner and i think the one thing that you can remember in all of this is that to let your pride down i think that really helps out if you both are you know very prideful and stubborn on a topic then you're just gonna remain in the circle of like fighting and arguing but one of you has to give, you know, and or, or both, both of, of you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a coke.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I'm just kidding. The one thing that you were saying about fighting was, you know, like we can't really share too many, like, oh, this is how you fight. This is how you fight correctly. Like, but one thing that we did learn while we were engaged, and I think we shared this in one of the episodes of how to deal with conflict. In relationship and in that episode like i brought up how like we were in a fight and uh, during our engagement so we weren't even married yet and like one of us got so mad that they left <laughs> so bad i'm sorry for laughing but i'm looking back i'm like oh my gosh how horrible <laughs> were we and so you know the other person had it all. that person i mustn't say who it is because i don't want y'all to piss sides here but one of us had to call the other person that left and say hey what the heck is going on and you know we're never gonna do that again like we're gonna you know talk it out and not gonna yell we're not gonna leave the house <laughs> so bad but anyway that's just an example of like for us we have agreed on if we're in a fight or we're kind of talking very passionately is that we don't leave like at least the house like of course you can leave the room to cool off but don't leave the house and I think one thing that David does, you know, if he's mad at me <laughs> he'll just go outside and like water the plants and <laughs> or play with a chicken.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And that holds you off pretty fast, I think.
0: I guess. Isn't that funny?
1: Yeah, but that's just an example of like just come up with one or two different ideas things that is, what's it called? Non negotiable? Yeah. Where you say, We're never going to do that. Okay. Let me fight, you know?
0: Here's a good one that that this pre-marriage counseling did tell us is that, you know, find something that, you know, to do whenever you're upset that, you know, that's not going to be destructive or detrimental to your spouse. You know, like, I know, like, some people like to clean when they're mad or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, find something to do instead of sitting around and overthinking things. And it's just going to make it worse. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. Um, and then... <laughs> Um what else did they say? Um
1: it was so long ago.
0: They said to, you know, it's good to talk about things like not to bring other people in to like friends or family mem- family members when it comes to these oh, arguments. Oh, not to vent to them. Yeah, it's good to keep it between you two. I mean if it's huge if it's a huge deal and it's like life threatening and like you're in danger then yeah, like you know Obviously. reach out to somebody but you know Try not to...
1: Something small as, like, oh, you're supposed to take out the trash. Oh, I thought you were supposed to take out the trash. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's something that's really dumb. Like, don't you don't need to vent to, like, every friend or every family member about that because that's just a small thing that y'all need to work out between you two. And don't always go to... This is just a tip. This is not something that we struggle with. But, you know, if you are married and you tend to always call your parent or go to your parents' house because y'all in a fight, like, y'all need to work that out. Because that that is not good. It says in the Bible that you're supposed to leave your father and your mother and cling to your spouse, and y'all become one. And that is not becoming one if you are always going to your parents' house or a family member's house or calling them and testing them Oh, they, They're doing this again or this is what they're up to again. And, like, obviously, like, everyone has their own problem, But... You have to work it out. Like, if you need to go to a therapist or a counselor, like, try it out. That might help you. Like, for us, like, that's not something that we struggle with at all. But it's going to be very hard to try to be one and try to work out your marriage and have a happy and successful marriage with Jesus if you can't work that out first. So that's something I just wanted to say because I know that that can happen to a lot of people.
0: Yeah, Okay, so number five is it's okay to talk about dreams, wants, and desires with your spouse. Don't tuck it away. Better yet, dream together.
1: This is a fun one. (laughs) So, like I said, um, some of the things that we wish we knew is like, you know, they're positive things. You know, we wish that we knew that you can dream together. You can talk about what you like and what you want in your life and and stuff like that. I mean, I don't really have too much to about but
0: Well, I think I, I've got some stuff. I think like it's really good to dream and then it's good to like talk about your dreams together and then to try to figure out how can you, you know, make those dreams into reality because, you know, a lot of people just have these great ideas and they never do anything about them and it's really sad or they have a really cool dream but it's the wrong timing or they have a really cool idea but it's not like suits them or suits their marriage, you know, or, or whatever. And so, um
1: And you can't make it all about yourself too.
0: Yeah. So you make
1: sure you include them or ask them what they like or what they want to do with their life.
0: Yeah. And so I like this point, but I do think that it's okay to dream and then it's okay to 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 journey together toward that, making that a dream, you know, as well too. Um, and that's all up to y'all, you know, it's, there's no real way to do it. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Like, you know, like right now, like we have a dream of honestly, like kind of moving. And so, and, um, (laughs) I know that word is like forbidden in 2021, but we're trying, you know, cause like we have a dream and we can do it, you know, and, and we can do it with the Lord's help, even though it may seem impossible. But that's okay, you know, so that's something that like we're dreaming together, you know, and um, just trying to expand our means a little bit. And and it's really hard and it's it's not um, the most convenient thing in the world right now, but it's possible with God. And that's what we're seeing, um, you know, right now in the market and stuff. And so, yeah, that's kind of something that we're doing.
1: Well, (laughs) the thing that was so funny is the way that he said we have a dream and (laughs) i don't know if y'all have seen the movie Tangled from Disney. And there's a, I don't know where part in the movie, they were like at a pub or something or at a bar. And they start singing the song, I Have a Dream! I Have a Dream!
0: You know that uh-uh, song? Uh uh, no. You don't remember that I don't remember that one.
1: Well, anyway, <laughs> that's what I just thought of as he was talking about. We have a dream! I was thinking about that song. Anyways, I just sounded weird. So, okay, we're moving on to number six and kind of a spicy one. It says you may not enjoy being intimate with your spouse for the first time, but it will become fun and exciting in time as you grow and learn together about what they like and don't like. You have any comments on that one? <laughs> No comment. <laughs> so, just I, just enjoy your time together and just enjoy the benefits of marriage and...
0: I, okay, I will say this. I think communication's good, you know, um, in that process. I think it's good because, you know, it's good to learn and know what each other are thinking and feeling, but you can't do that unless you talk about it.
1: Yeah. So, it's okay to talk about it while you're being intimate because... If you don't talk about it then what if you what if they're not enjoying it but they can't tell you because y'all haven't really been learning how to communicate it so just like I said you may not enjoy it the first time but you know there's no reason to not enjoy it you know you know after a couple of months you know because you're learning how to work with each other work, work with what they like and don't like and um the more you start to do that, the more you will enjoy it and and all of that. So
0: number seven, <laughs> moving on, S- still continue to be there for and with people. You know, as a couple or individuals, never stop being a light or being a blessing to people, or just have fun because you two are married. You know, you you can still have a life all outside of marriage.
1: Boom, mic,
0: Dang, mic drop. Mic drop. Ooh.
1: What's funny about this one is. You know, we got married in twenty, the summer of twenty nineteen, and then about eight months or seven months, no, about eight to nine months into our marriage, that's when COVID hit. So, like, but I do feel like the first three months of our marriage, like, we definitely didn't have any outside contact. <laughs>
0: Yeah, not really. There's a lot of
1: people. um, And a lot of people kind of, like, you know, gave us some time and some space because, you know, the first few months is actually, you know, a big time of transition and change. So, a lot of people did give us a lot of space to be with each other and to learn each other and to get settled in our routine. But I feel like after that is when we kind of, like, you know, started, you know, hanging out with family again and, like, hanging out with some friends from church. And then um, COVID happened. And it was really hard because you were stuck together <laughs> um, in one house. So um, for the first few months of COVID, it was kind of, it, was, it wasn't hard at first, but then it got hard and then it was fine again. And then they started opening back up again. But it was really hard to navigate how to hang out with people without that stigma of and that thing with COVID hanging over us and, you know, the tragedy of it. And how to handle being around people and, you know, when to put on a mask or don't put on a mask or, you know, to share a conversation about vaccination or not. So it's kind of hard to uh, navigate that in this time. I just don't want to be, I guess, tone deaf about it and just say, oh, let's just hang out with people and be a light to people. And, you know, cause we can understand that it's kind of hard for a lot of people that are listening to this, So,
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's good to be there for people and with people, even though you can't sometimes be there in person. You know, there's always phones, there's FaceTime. And, you know, we had this podcast going while, you know, um, we've had this podcast going for quite some time now. And we felt like we could share our feelings. And um, we felt like some people were impacted by, like, just a few minutes of their time, a few minutes of their day listening to the Simple Mission you know, could have, um, impacted them, you know, um, and their mission, maybe it changed. And yeah. so, you know, um, but we, we try to be a blessing to other people, um, as, as much as we can, you know, uh, we'd love to serve at our local church that we go to. Um, I'm a part of the, well, we're both a part of the media team. Um, so I, I love running sound and Leanna does like love taking photos and stuff. Um, and so between those two things you know like we can really minister to people through through the sound and also through the visuals and so that's kind of our way of um, you know being a blessing to other people and then also, as, well, as well as this podcast, you know. So find something that you can both do together. And I, I think it really helps out, too.
1: And also, like, as he was saying, find something to do together. But you can also do things individually. Like, for me, like, sometimes I'll, I'll still go on coffee date with different uh, friends that I'm with or girls that I'm mentoring, um, and just coffee dates or lunch dates and just, you know, just have that girl time one-on-one or sometime my friend will call me and, you know, we we catch up on life like for, for like an hour and we'll talk on the phone because she lives out of town. And, um, that's been very like, what's the word for it? It's been very, you know, encouraging to me to have other women in my life. You know, of course, David is a blessing in my life, but sometimes you, you need that, um, the female, I guess, friendship, too, and the female community. And for David, too, like, he's been hanging out with some guys, and they recently finally started their, uh, men ministry at the church, and so they had a fun night that they had barbecue, and they just hung out, and I was just so happy. And the thing is about that is, you know, really support that. Like, if you're a spouse and you see that your spouse is kind of lacking friendship, you know, with their male or female um, people, and, you know, if you see that there's an opportunity for them to go, like, really encourage them and support them to go and, like, make that um, commitment and help them to make that commitment because that's really important to have, you know, that male community with, you know, the men and then the female community with the women. And um, I do have to say that i don't really support like opposite sex friends but that's a topic for another time (laughs) i think we brought it up in our boundaries episode um not having friends of the opposite sex but um but yeah just you know have fun even though you're married like just because you're married doesn't mean you can't have fun outside of your marriage too so that's really important to bring up and to remember, I feel like the first few months of our marriage, we were definitely like little hermits, <laughs> Not wanting to come out and play.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. Okay, so number eight, don't dwell on the big moments, although they are great. Appreciate the small things. Oh, I love this one. Yeah, so I think that pretty much speaks for itself.
1: Yeah, it's is the small things of life. And, you know, I think I mentioned it before. Um, but, like, just going to the grocery store, or just going to get a cup of coffee, or just running errands, like, those are the small things, you can make it a fun thing, a fun little, like, uh, like, come with me, and, you know, even if it's just for, like, 15 minutes or whatever, like, just have fun with that, and appreciate the small thing, because... Um, you can't always be waiting for the next big thing in life, like, say, like, for Christmas or for your some invitation. like, you can't just wait for the bit thing to be happy, like, be happy in every moment and to be grateful for every little thing that, you know, blesses your marriage. Yeah. Okay, so, number nine is to never stop pursuing dating or loving your spouse. Have fun and plan intentional dates and getaways. This is a fun one.
0: Ooh. So this one can be, you know, whenever Leanna's brought up like the little things, like a lot of times I'll uh, bring up to Leanna like, oh, like you want to get some ice cream and we'll just go randomly at night you know 8 30 or 8 and we just go get a cup scoop of ice cream or we'll go to you know dairy queen and get a blizzard or something you know um those are can be you know intentional dating moments you just sit in the car and wait or whether you wait in the side you know and you can talk together and talk about life and talk about love and things that like what's been going on and um you know the other thing is is like you know, when it comes to to men, you know, like women love to be loved. So like, you know, touching and, you know, kissing them, you know, on a, on a regular basis is very important. Um, so that way that they know that like, that like, that they're the woman in your life. Um, and so, mm. yeah, no. uh, let's see. And also like, you know, if there's a getaway you guys can plan, like that's always fun. Um, we love to travel and, um, we don't have any pl- more travel plans coming up for the rest of the year <laughs> because we've got some other big stuff going on right now, but, um, you know, but we're, we're probably going to plan something next year. But that's just us. Like some people may travel once a month or once every 10 years or I don't know, but you know, maybe try to find, find like a fun getaway, um, or a cool Airbnb to rent out for a couple nights and just go up there and have fun.
1: Yeah. blow the town or... Or, or if you wanted to, if you don't want to travel, travel, but you want to get out of your house, you can always... I've heard someone... I know my parents do this, but they will, like, rent out a hotel room or Airbnb, like, in the city that they live in, and they just kind of, like, get away for a night or two just to kind of, like, get out of the house, get out of the same routine, and they just have fun, and, like, they pretend to be tourists in, like, their town. Oh,
0: yeah, that's fun. And
1: so I feel like that's a good way to kind of save a lot of money, like, on gas, like, if you're, you know, driving, you don't want to drive, but you just want to drive, like, 20 minutes to the beautiful hotel or, or, um, I don't know, like, somewhere close to the beach. Or, well, I'm sorry. We live by the beach. But if you don't live by the beach, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but something like that can be very, very beneficial. And can be very intentional and loving to your spouse. To show, like, oh, like, um, you know, we have, you know, a few days off here. Like, why don't we go on a little weekend getaway. And let's just hang out and have fun. And, you know, we can explore, go shopping. I don't know. Something like that. It, it can be very... Very refreshing for your marriage, especially if you're kind of feeling that you're stuck in that monotone or whatever of the same to same, like routine. That can be very refreshing and kind of spontaneous. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I guess we'll go over the last one.
0: Yeah. Find a time and a place to talk about life, fun things, serious things. Lately, how we've been talking about. Fun things, life things is we'll just drive to the beach and just chill for the evening, or um, you know we don't go in the mornings, but we used to, but we used to been now we've been going in the evening, some just taking a chair and plopping down in the sand and just talking and the sun goes down and or not just staring at the water, you know and all the birds <laughs> flying around, yeah, but you know, find a good place, time or talk, whether it's a park. Um, whether it's, you know, sitting by the water or a river or a stream or a mountain, I don't know.
1: Wherever you live. A
0: desert, you know. A d- yeah, a desert. You can go stare at a cactus and talk about life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, people who live in the desert. Well,
0: I know, but that's that sounds fun. You like me. that? I mean, I guess, you
1: know. spiky <laughs>
0: Spiky cactus. <laughs>
1: Um, the one thing I want to bring up for this one is, you know, you can talk about, you know, dreaming together or the things that you want, or you can talk about, you know, something that maybe you're struggling with and you wanted to bring it up to them and they can help you, or, you know, it's just like, uh, there's a lot of things that you can talk about with them, like fun stuff and then also serious stuff. And, um, you know, that's the that's time. it's almost like a date where you plan to talk. <laughs> Um, because yeah. sometimes you can be so busy, like during the day, every single day. It's like, how do you find the time to talk? And then you go to bed, and you're so tired, you are just like knocked out. So, you know, it can be very hard to find time to talk to each other. Like that, can, and the thing is that we have a lot of time together, but if we're not intentional, like we're not actually like talking about things that we want to talk about. We're we're just talking about. I'm like, oh, David, how was your day? And you know, he'll he'll be like, how was your day? And that's it. <laughs> So that's all of them, all 10 of the things that we wish we knew more of before we got married. Do you have anything more to add?
0: I think that's about it. You know, um, we didn't do a whole lot of research. We did look up, like, obviously, like, you know, blogs and stuff like, oh, what are the top three things people wish they knew, and we've already talked about, like, what's on the top one. But, you know, but these are all, a lot of them are all authentic and um, just kind of some stuff that, like, we we wanted to learn more of, and we hope that, like, we helped you all out there. You know, and we may have missed a few things, Yeah, but I was in
1: a state there was probably okay. a lot more we could have added, but for the state of time, uh, Rita wanted to do another part one and part two. Um Siri wanted to put it all in one episode, right? Yes. So... I hope y'all learned something from this one and that you can implement it into your marriage now or before you get married Um, and there's always room for improvement and you can always ask God for help and for strength and for guidance in your marriage.
0: Yep. I think that'll be all.
1: We'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye.